Hello, everyone. Welcome to Be Happy, a podcast by the Hepatitis B Foundation discussing all things related to hepatitis B. It's your host, Evangeline. And Bright. And today we are joined with some Just Me storytellers to discuss their experiences. Please introduce yourself. Hi, this is Jackie Chen. I'm from Princeton, New Jersey. Hi, this is Song Tran, and I'm from the Gulf Coast of Mississippi. Joe Balistrieri. I'm from Santa Rosa, California, and I'm a patient with hepatitis B and hepatitis D, or Delta. We are so happy that everyone can join us, and today is our third and final episode in the Just Be Storyteller series. Our storytellers will debunk myths and misconceptions about hepatitis B and give advice to people who are newly diagnosed. We know with many other diseases out there, there's uh, a lot of misconceptions and myth that goes around. Uh, we just want to give you guys the opportunity if uh, there's any myth or misconception out there that any of you want to debunk, you are free to do so. Um, so I think there are a lot of misconceptions and myths out there about happy and other hepatitis, but I can only say that uh, be careful and pay attention to the source of the information. One way I find it helpful is that uh, if you have a question and then you, you, if you join, for example, our Facebook group, we have over 10,000 members and you post your question and then you just wait a few days and you will see all different answers. <laughs> and there are some from doctors, some from, from myself and from other experts. They can give you advice, give you resource and give you, you know, the, 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 the press or the, the information that are, that are most reliable. Uh, I think those are much better than just talking to some unknown person privately or even your relative or your friend and no one knows what they advise you and those might be, might be misinformation or myths about the hepatitis. So that's, that's why I think it's very important to have a patient support group and to be able to not really go public but just be open with the situation that you have then you will be able to get the best information possible. Can I ask Jackie a question quick? Sure, sure, sure. What, what is the Facebook group you're talking about? Oh, um, I, actually, the... I, had, I had run, I started my own fashion, uh, Facebook group. Since, oh, for your patients. Yeah, not, not my patient, but since, like in, like, since 2013, almost 10 years now. Um, so I started with a goal to help, um, you know, my um, people from, from Taiwan who I, mm -hmm. who I know more, who I care a lot. And uh, obviously we can use both English and, and Mandarin and the, the main, the principal languages. The purpose is that it will be local language. So everyone is feel free to, uh, to express, to use their own language that we can understand. That is called uh, basically the uh, our association, the SICA uh, or Taiwanese Hepatitis Information and Care Association, and we have a web page and also a website and also a group, a, a private group that uh, people can chat, and also many different social media like in uh, in my group and in other group as well that you can privately chat with people with member. Thanks for sharing. Joe, do you have any misconceptions or myths that you are aware of that you want to debunk? I just, I hope that today uh, healthcare providers are, are explaining that a diagnosis, that, that you could be chronic 
when I was diagnosed long ago, I, I thought, well, I'm not sick, I'm going to recover. If people think just because they're not sick, they don't feel ill, that they're okay, that's a myth. Not only do, are there millions of people going around with hepatitis B and maybe hepatitis delta who don't know it because they don't feel ill. But there are people going around who uh, have uh, diseased livers and they don't know it because our, our livers can function pretty much normally for quite a long time until we're down to about a third of a healthy liver. And then, you know, then it gets to be much more serious if you, if you don't know there's something wrong. So I guess that's a myth that I don't feel bad, so I don't have a problem. I have met many people who said, oh, yeah, I had hepatitis, but I don't have it anymore. And I say, well, how do you know? You could have it. You could be chronic. It could be causing ongoing damage. The other little myth I've been very careful about around food. As far as I know, with hepatitis B, you don't catch it from food. Uh, it's still, of course, always a good idea to use sanitation when you're cooking food, when you're sharing food, but, but that's not how you get hepatitis B. So those are the two myths I wanted to cover. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, Joe. Yes, it's really important to um, remind everyone that you can't get hepatitis B through casual contact. So like sharing food. That Jackie and Joe d were, they took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> so I don't, I can't think of any other um, misconceptions. Um, and I do want to emphasize what Joe said that, you know, when people say I don't have hepatitis B no more, what does that really mean? Because you mm -hmm. don't really don't have hepatitis B. It can be dormanted. You can still be a carrier of it, you know, to be, um, to make sure that w people are educated about their condition, that it's not, you know, it, it's not just, ah, disappeared. <laughs> I wish it uh, just disappeared just like that, but it's not like that. And, and to really um, make sure that people understand their current condition and what that, what, and what their limits are when it comes to that. But yeah, they, everybody took the words out of my mouth. Thank you guys for sharing that. Uh, I have a personal experience with that in my family. Uh, so my one of my brothers, uh, I was talking to and he told me that uh, he had tested positive for her B. That's a couple of years ago. But then later on, he told me again, I was asking him how he was doing. And he told me, oh, uh, the hepatitis B is gone. And I'm like, it's gone where? And he was like, oh, it's gone. And I'm like, who told you it's gone? And he was like, I was telling him, I was trying to explain it to him how these things work. He wasn't, he wasn't ready to listen. So I just ended up, I told him, just be careful and keep your eye on yourself. If you see any sign or any, you experience something that is not usual, you better run to the doctor's office and get help. Because I was trying to talk to him about yeah, you, uh, hepatitis B can be dormant for a while and then it comes back. That doesn't mean just because they don't see any viral load doesn't mean it's not it's gone. It could just not be active, you know. 
but he wasn't he wasn't ready to listen. So I just told mm -hmm. him just to keep an eye on himself and report any changes that seems unusual. So I think it's a good point uh, that Joe and uh, Tran, you echo on that. I think it's very important. Do you guys have any advice for someone who's newly diagnosed with hepatitis B? That it's going to be okay. I want to echo that one more time. It's going to be okay. I think sometimes, you know, when we hear just like words, certain words scare us to death, like cancer, those types of words, it scares us. And I, I want to let the viewers know that, you know, it's going to be okay. And that all of us are here to, you know, whether we're in you know, New York, California, Mississippi, wherever we are, we're here to support you. And we're going to help you walk, you know, walk through this process to not freak out and to put yourself in a worse situation, but to talk, you know, once you get diagnosed, to talk about it, to educate yourself, and then surround yourself with people who are going to help you get through this process. Uh, I totally agree with uh, what Shen just 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 say, I think it's very important that when you first diagnose uh, with hepatitis, don't panic. Uh, it's a chronic condition. It probably have been with you for many years, if not decades. However, however, remember, don't just put it away. It will stay and you need to take care of it. You need to follow up with your doctor. And uh, it's better to talk to a patient support group. For example, I, you know, I, I've just mentioned and share the group information on the chat that we have a Taiwanese, Chinese uh, hepatitis information and care group that we run that very actively on Facebook. Um, obviously, we support not just Mandarin speaking patients, we can obviously also support English speakers. So I think it's very important to find a group or support group that can help you. And if you open uh, with your question, then you can get many different information and we will be able to figure out which are misinformation, which are misconception and what are the, um, the, the current situation. Some are out of date, some are the current situation. And then you, you have all those information and then you make your own decision from there. And obviously follow up with your doctor is most important. Along with what Tran and Jackie have said, I'd say it, it's natural to be upset and depressed. You know, I, I, I think we have to, uh, we, we've probably all been through that at some point if we, if we were dealing with hepatitis B or D or we have family members. Being positive does make a difference, except your, your depression, your anger, whatever, and then go on, keep, keep on keeping on. And part of that is learning what you can do to take care of your liver and your overall health because the healthier you are otherwise better you're going to deal with uh, hepatitis b and d and and you know do things for your mental health as well get outside and smell the flowers get outside, get away from be, being in a situation where all you're doing is thinking about how terrible this is. Um, the other part of it, I would say, is do get tested for hepatitis delta, please. Um, there's a lot of people running around. You know, it's, it's actually a bit more serious than hepatitis B, and the only people who can get D 
Delta are people who have chronic hepatitis B um, and you need to know about it as soon as possible. That's my advice. Thank you. Thank you for making that point. I was going to ask you at some point to uh, talk about that, but thank you for bringing it out. Uh, so uh, it's good you mentioned that if you already have hepatitis B, then there is a higher possibility for you to get hepatitis D or Delta. So that's the only way you can get hepatitis D. So I, I appreciate you bring, clarifying that and saying that. Is there any last piece of advice you want to give to listeners? Um, so I think I would say get tested is very important. The most important, if you don't know your status, obviously, and uh, try to get treatment as timely as possible. Don't put it away. The time has changed. You know, it is not like 30 years ago. Um, now we have excellent preventive vaccine. If you are not infected yet, then it's better. No matter you are adult or child, get vaccinated. Uh, there are very rapid and accurate diagnostic tests now, and there are highly effective treatment agents with extremely low resistant risk and side effect. Um, even though nowadays a cure is still in the air, we don't have a cure yet or anything that has, you know, can deliver a high cure rate. However, um, the current treatment regimen are highly effective and it can control the virus and prevent liver damage and you can live a normal life if you take care of it now. So I would, I would try to advocate as strong as possible that um, not just for patient, but also for healthcare provider, treat your patient and get treated as soon as possible. It can probably most likely save your life you know, within a few decades. My last piece of advice would be that education, education, education is so, important that um, make sure that you're going to a reputable educational site and get yourself educated and and let's start you know let's start creating chains of factual information you know there's misinformation going around so let's start posting and and advertising um, the correct information down so that people will know about it and there'll be more you know correct information versus misconception Thank you all for your last pieces of advice. I super appreciate them. Well, that's it from us. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. Stay tuned and subscribe for future episodes about Hepatitis B. If you have any questions, please direct them to info at hepb.org. You can support our programs at the Hepatitis B Foundation by going to www.hepb.org donate or click on the link in this page. Do you want to know more about the science of Hepatitis B? The Hepatitis B Foundation has teamed up with CME Outfitters to provide continuing education to clinicians, pharmacists, and patients. Please go to hepb.org CME for more information. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.